0: And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, presented by the Ford F-Series. DJ Bucky here in Buck NFL College. we got a lot of ground to cover today.
1: A lot of ground to cover. We're going to take a look at the Week 13 NFL Preview, most dangerous bubble teams in the playoff hunt, and Adam Thielen. We're going to break down his tape. He is one of the most explosive playmakers in the league today.
0: Yeah, it was fun to jump in and study Adam Thielen. He's done a phenomenal job for Case Keenum in that offense. Also, conference championship week in college football. We'll get a chance to get our picks in on the college side of things man by the way real quick aside have you ever seen anything like this college coaching carousel it is absolutely bananas. holy moly crazy. and it just it's just trust me once we get to the nfl the nfl season we're going to see the same thing happen with all these nfl so, coaches so crazy we'll have plenty of time to jump into that in the future all right let's uh let's jump off here with some of the top games we're looking forward to this week and Week 13, this is where it all starts to count. People jockeying for playoff position. Home field advantage starts getting thrown out there. Let's start with a big one here in the NFC. The Vikings going to take on the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, how about a player to watch in this one?
1: Very compelling matchup. The player to watch for me for the Minnesota Vikings, Latavius Murray. You have a Pro Bowl running back who is now coming into his own for the Minnesota Vikings. I know early in the season we were talking about how terrific Dalvin Cook has been as a number one. He gets hurt. Murray comes in, he gives them that power runner inside. We're beginning to see him kind of stretch out and assert himself as a physical runner. And because they're able to establish the running game, Case Keenum is able to use play action, push the ball down the field. Everything is working. It's working very, very well in Minnesota. Part of it is due to Latavius Murray being a factor. He needs to be a factor against the Falcons.
0: Yeah, people forgot when they signed him how excited everybody was. And the draft came and you get Dalvin Cook and everybody kind of forgot about him. But, man, he has stepped up in a big way. I'm going to go to the Falcons, I'm going to go Captain Obvious on this one. This is Superman, Julio Jones. We start to see him kind of uh, remind everybody just how unique and how special he is. You see the absolutely ridiculous catches all along the sideline. We see the burst and the special things he can do after the catch. Buck, he's, he's as good as it gets in the league, and when he gets on a hot streak, it's kind of like a shooter. I think he's in the zone right now. He's getting warmed up. He's getting hot. That's a great secondary he's going to face from Minnesota, but I'm not betting against number 11.
1: No, it's hard to bet against number 11. He is everything. He's a freak of nature. He's an av- avatar on the perimeter. You just don't see guys with that kind of size, speed, combination, and he's a natural route runner. He gives you fits. I can't wait to see this matchup between him and Xavier Rhodes. Ooh. Could be a tough one.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Why don't we uh, go for a winner here? Who do you like?
1: I'm going with Minnesota. I'm going with Minnesota all day. I'm a big believer in what they're doing offensively, but more importantly, defensively, they can get after it. I think they kind of create some pressure at the point
0: of attack. That gives them the edge in this game. I got some Viking fans upset with me because they say I pick against the Vikings every week. I don't feel do. like I pick against the Vikings every week.
1: You're not a believer.
0: But I'm picking against them this week because yeah, I'm you, taking the Atlanta Falcons. I like the Vikings. I don't know. I don't think I'm that mean to the uh, Vikings. I like the against- Falcons. I like the Falcons to get this done. All right, let's move on. Let's stay in the NFC, though. Panthers-Saints, big divisional matchup here, NFC South. How about a player to watch?
1: Hey, The big playmaker they got in the draft was Christian McCaffrey. They drafted him because they wanted to make the game easier for Cam Newton. This is the part of the season where he needs to begin to assert himself as a big-time playmaker. We've seen him make plays in the passing game, leads all running backs in terms of receptions and yards, doing big things in the slot. But now we're beginning to see him become a little bigger of a factor in the run game. He had 98 scrimmage yards a week ago. He needs to have... 100-plus scrimmage yards, and be a big-time playmaker for the Panthers
0: to go on the road and get a big win. Who, who else is named Bucky? Like Who's another good Bucky out Bucky there? Bucky Badger. Bucky Badger's a good one. Any other Buckys out there? Bucky Dent. Bucky Dent, good. That's good. Because I got a couple Cam's I think are big in this one. You touched on the Panthers, so I'll leave Cam Newton alone. But I'm going to go Cam Jordan for the New Orleans Saints, who I think is one of the more underappreciated superstars, and that's what he is. He is one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. You can move him around. Coming off the edge, Buck, the effort is relentless. The hands are outstanding. He's explosive. He went on Twitter this week and was even talking about somebody questioned his athleticism or said he was kind of an overachiever. It's like, we're in four, high four sixes coming out. He is a freak show, and he's been outstanding. Uh, he's somebody they're going to have to account for in that Carolina front.
1: They're going to have to account for him, and I, I know that they were having some issues in the back end. But Part of the reason they've been able to play with the guys that they have in the back end is because they're able to get consistent pressure. Cam Jordan provides that. This is a huge game. This is a statement game for both teams. If the Panthers are able to go on the road and get a win, it says a lot about their building. And if the Saints are able to win at home, it just kind of furthers the notion that if they get home field advantage, it's going to be
0: tough to go down there and win. By the way, think back to that draft class. I remember being in draft meetings. I think I was with the Browns at that time. You had Cam Jordan and you had Jordan Cameron in the same draft class. Tough to in to the same And both packed 12 guys. Yes. Very confusing. All right, who do you like for to win this one?
1: I'm going to go with Carolina. I think Carolina is a team that is ready to really make that run. They haven't played great on offense, but week after week they find a way to stack the dubs. I think they get a huge win on the road. They can't. Let the Saints sweep them because they come back and bite them in the butt when it comes to the division. I'm going go to go with the Panthers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints at home. I think they get this thing back on track. Tough loss last week on the road against the Rams. I think they, they get back rolling this week. They're a different team when they're playing inside there. I think they, they figure out a way to get it done. Eagles, Seahawks, the Sunday nighter. Man, I wish the Eagles were playing a, a fully healthy Seahawks team so we could really test this Eagle squad and see how they're going to do. But nonetheless, they're a dangerous team when they're playing at home.
1: They are a dangerous team when they're playing at home. Seattle still is kind of known by the Legion of Boom, but the Legion of Boom is all broken up. That is why I believe Nelson Aguilar is a huge player in this game. Nelson Aguilar is going to line up in the slot. He's going to do damage. We've seen of late. He is kind of coming to his own. Found his rhythm really working inside the numbers. He is a guy that Carson Wentz is increasingly comfortable targeting in some of those key situations. He likes Zach Irks, but – Nelson Aguilar has been a guy that he is really beginning
0: to fall in love with. I think Nelson Aguilar has a favorable matchup this week against the nickel. You notice how many times he's double-catching the ball here. He still fights it a little bit. He doesn't have natural hands. Uh, A little bit. He's going to have a drop here and there. But what he's done quickness-wise after the catch has been outstanding, getting him involved with some of those quick little bubble screens we've seen as of late. I like how they're using Aguilar. He's been a nice fit there for them in the slot. Uh, To me, though, when I look at this ball game, the key on the other side for the Seahawks, Jimmy Graham. We talk about people that have had uh, big years in kind of a quiet fashion. We don't mention Jimmy Graham as much anymore. When you're talking about the elite tight ends in the league, he's racked up a bunch of touchdowns. He's been very productive, especially you get down there in the red zone. It doesn't matter how tight the coverage is, Buck, because he uses those box-out skills and plays above the rim.
1: He does continue to be a major factor down in the red zone. And for whatever reason, he has kind of fallen off the national radar when it comes to talking about the top tight ends. But when you look at the way he is kind of coming into his own in Seattle, he's still a very, very viable option. Maybe one of their most important offensive weapons. With this team needing to lean on the pass more so than a run because they did have an inconsistent run game, Jimmy Graham could have over 100 yards.
0: All right, I feel like we've been opposites today on these picks. Let's get back on, on the same page here. Who do we like?
1: Oh, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. On, They're playing at home. It's the last time. This is on, the man. last hurrah. They're the vampire that you can't kill. Ten and one? Philadelphia Eagles? Come on, it's time. Way up there Pacific They're rolling. West. Yeah, um, something I'm, up there. Yeah,
0: we don't agree this week. I'm going Come with on. the Eagles. I like the Eagles in this one. I think their defense, that defensive line against that Seattle offensive they're, line. 11-1? and one? That ain't a fair fight. It's not a fair fight up front. I think the Eagles dominate in the trenches and they get a win here. All right, sooner or later we're going to agree on one of these picks. Steelers-Bengals, this is the Monday night matchup, player to watch.
1: martavis Bryant. martavis Bryant for the Pittsburgh Steelers is the player to watch. I know a few weeks ago he kind of got put in the doghouse. You know, kind of voiced his concern about not touching the ball. But what we've seen is he's settled into his role as the vertical playmaker in this offense. And with Big Ben struggling to deliver the deep ball, they still need to find someone that can get it down the field. they got to get it on the same page. I saw that last week. I'm looking forward to seeing Martavis Bryant put the ball in the paint, really find a way to have his way in this matchup, because at some point teams are going to start double-teaming Antonio Brown. They're going to take him away, and you have to find someone else Martavis Bryant is the remedy to the answer.
0: Now, look, he's uh, he's got a big opportunity with Juju Smith-Schuster being out there. Um, but look, I look at this game, and to me, the secondary. You talk about the receivers for the Steelers. I go back to the secondary for the Bengals. They need to step up. Now, a little bit underwhelming from what I thought they could be. There's a lot of talent and a lot of ability in that back end. It's a good group. I think they could be better. Oldie but goodie, Pac-Man Jones, Buck. He's uh, His movement skills are still there. I don't know if he still has that same top-end speed that he used to have, but his movement skills, his instincts are still outstanding. And he can give you a little something in return game as well. So I think he's a key in this ballgame. If the Bengals are going to upset the Steelers, I think we'll see Pac-Man do a little something special.
1: Pac-Man's going to have to do everything because it's going to be tough sledding for the Cincinnati Bengals on the outside, dealing with what you have to deal with in Pittsburgh. Because of that, I think the offense gets going. I think Levin Bell runs. I think they have enough players in the outside to make big things happen. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in this matchup.
0: Well, before I give you my pick, i got to go back to my favorite Pac-Man story, and I've told it many times. In the, in the Combine interview room, Ozzie Newsom, general manager of the Baltimore Ravens, said, how would you grade your hands on a scale of 110? <laughs> and Pac-Man looked at his right hand and said, 10. And he looked at his left hand and said ten. He graded his hands individually. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, I'll go with the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. We finally agree on a pick. That's nice to see. Oh, that's good. Ah, that's, that's a little good. harmony there. All right. If you're interested in picks and want to see all the games picked, you got to check out the NFL Pick'em Show, which Bucky is coming up uh, Saturdays. What time are they running that bad boy?
1: Oh, DJ, you
0: would ask. Me Eight a.m. When I turn. When I turn Eleven p.m. Down. Sundays at six a.m. All times Eastern. So a lot of options there. You got the Around the NFL crew, Game Theory and Money, damage and Crew. So. Uh, a lot of folks there. Making picks. I hopefully we gotta get man, I feel like we're off we're off rhythm a little bit. I'm 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 zigging your zagging. That's okay. I know, but I'd like to It's opposite like to work, day. I'd it's like opposite day.
1: It's opposite day. It's fine.
0: All right, all right. Listen. Hey, if you're a, if you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or even if you have a side gig, let me introduce you to Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system.
1: Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number.
0: That way you can run your business from anywhere. And respond to clients quickly with Grasshopper's mobile apps.
1: Be professional, responsive, and efficient with Grasshopper. Get your business phone number today. Go to grasshopper.com slash sticks to get $20 off your first month.
0: Caught by Thielen. And it's loose. Touchdown.
1: Had with just
0: a... Adam Thielen is turning into a star. Caught! Touchdown! Adam Thielen!
1: Wow, what a catch by Adam Thielen! Leapfrogging, leapfrogging, it's back!
0: Speaking of leapfrog, that's something Adam Thielen has been doing with wide receivers around the league. Look at it right there, Buck. Third in the league. In receiving yards over a 1,000. you got to go back to 2009 to find the last Viking receiver to go over a grand. Sidney Rice, how about that blast from the past?
1: Unbelievable. This guy has become a big-time playmaker for the Minnesota Vikings. He's now in the conversation as one of the top receivers in the league, going from being an undrafted player, a guy that was a four four nine guy that had 36 in vertical, but you still didn't know anything about because he played at a small school level, works his way up the depth chart. He has now become one of the more dependable receivers on their squad, someone that we probably can consider a number one receiver for this team.
0: Yeah, he's been outstanding and a fun guy to go study. We spent the last couple days here digging into the tape and watching Adam Thielen and trying to figure out why he's been so successful. And I think a couple trends emerged here, as you can see. To me, you start with somebody that can win at the line of scrimmage as well as at the top of his route. See a little press coverage here, clean inside release, head nod at the top of his route to generate some separation. On a corner out here, adjust to the football and finish, but winning at the line as well as at the top of his route stood out to me.
1: Uh, it, it does stand out. He's an outstanding route runner, and you talk about his ability to win. I love how he sells the route. Here, once again, we see another little post corner. Takes it hard inside, shoulders turn, gets the corner running inside, snaps his head around, runs out the break. He is wearing people out with these post corner routes. Big-time playmaker, polished route
0: running. Yeah, I love the route running. And then also, if you just want to send him deep, you mentioned that 4-4 speed, mid to high 4-4s. You see him here. Change gears, and then watch him track the football. This is one of the more underrated aspects of playing the wide receiver position. If you can stack the corner, get on top of him, track and finish. Here you see him doing a one-hand variety. Showing off a little bit, Buck. But he tracks the ball beautifully down the field. So you see somebody that's a great route runner, can win at the line of scrimmage, can win at the top of his route. We even talk about what he does after the catch because he shows some of that burst. So... This is a complete wide receiver. This is not a fluke. This is not a one-year deal. This is something I think Minnesota fans can be excited about. He's going to be here for a long time. They
1: should be excited about him because he's a homegrown product. He grew up right around uh, where they had training camp. He then kind of builds himself into being a dominant player on the outside. And the way his game is built, he can sustain this kind of success. Outstanding route runner, great hands, finds a way to consistently get open. And as long as he and Stefan Diggs are paired together, they have a nice one-two punch on the outside. Either guy can play the number one role. I love what Adam Thielen has been able to do. The fact that he's sitting number three right now in receiving yards says a lot about where he's come as an undrafted player.
0: I don't want to put you on the spot here. Where do we go? Is he? A, I mean, is he a top fifteen receiver right now? Top ten receiver in the league? Where, where does he stack in? Is I say I
1: think he has to be a top fifteen player. Generally, But I think this year he's playing like a top-ten talent. I think he's playing at a Pro Bowl level. Obviously, the last two years he's been among the league leaders when it comes to 20-plus yard receptions. This is a guy that gets it done, and he's kind of burst onto the scene. And what I like about him is even though he's now become more of a household name, he's continued to deliver that production. Says a lot about a guy when you can be a number one receiver. You can handle when everyone knows that you're the guy and you're getting the ball and you still deliver.
0: Yeah, to me, I always come back to what is a number one wide receiver? It's can you win on third down in the red zone when everybody knows you're getting the football? He's got to get his tubs. You like to say the word tubs? I put the ball in the paint. I get tubs up a little bit before I put him up there in that elite class, but he's been an outstanding player this year, uh, and I think they definitely found a gem there in Minnesota. All right, time now for Push Past the Expected. This is presented by Visa. It's a chance where we get to talk about some guys who need to step up and go beyond expectations in week 13. Give me a name, Buck.
1: Alex Collins for the Baltimore Ravens. He needs to step up in a big way because we've seen this offense operate with Joe Flacco driving the bus. And it doesn't go very far. Uh -uh. So we need – somebody to help Joe (laughs) move the ball down the field, and that is Alex Collins. Alex Collins has been a godsend for them, comes over from Seattle after being cut, has been a guy that has thrust his way into the starting lineup, runs with speed and power, can get to the corner, and when they give him enough carries, he has shown that he really can handle the heavy workload. They need to get him 20 to 25 carries, and I need to see him go over the century mark. If he hits those numbers, the Baltimore Ravens and win against the Detroit Lions.
0: Yeah, look, I was a fan of his coming out of college. It's nice to see him getting the right fit with the right organization and, and kind of get things rolling here a little bit. Excited about what he's doing for the Ravens, a team that's, despite all these injuries, right in the thick of the playoff hunt here. I'm going to go, look, Tom Savage, Houston Texans, much was made about the press conference where there was nobody there. Like That was all much to do about nothing. That that was no big deal. When you watch him play, though, Bucky, I came come back to the same thing. When you've got a defense like they have – just don't turn the ball over. I need you to protect the football. Their but can he, can't he protect it? I don't know. That's why I'm asking him to step up because this defense is going to keep you in ball games, but you can't turn the ball over. Get get a collection of threes. You can get a bunch of field goals with this team, the way they can play defense. Don't turn the ball over. Punt every now and then, you're fine. Just don't put the ball on the ground. Fumbling in the pocket as well as throwing interceptions. If he can play a clean game, I, I they can I they think scratch together a couple more wins here. Look the, the, the Browns are hoping they don't. They own that first round pick, but I need that even man Mr. Savage to step up.
1: Man, I just don't know if he's capable of stepping up like it's not in his history. He's always been what he's been. Can he do something different? I, I to, I just don't know. I try to
0: be the positive. I try to be positive. I mean, look, I'm negative Nancy today. I just don't, you're, I just you're don't mad. know if you can do it. He's so mad. <laughs> go ahead. Who, you gonna hey, go? Who needs to step up now? Oh, you're man, come
1: on. on. I've been so excited for this day for a long time. Yep. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to Tim get G. this opportunity for the San Francisco 49ers. We get a chance to see him run out with the number ones. We've talked about it. We've waited on this. Is this guy a franchise quarterback? And we won't be able to make that determination right away because – He is still learning the playbook, but I do believe Kyle Shanahan can put a plan in place for him to have a little success playing against a Bears team that doesn't have the pass rush because Leonard Floyd isn't available. Look for Jimmy G to have his way. I'm going on a limb. 300. Jimmy Garoppolo, first game, 300 yards and a win. For the 49ers.
0: Okay, a win is when you go out on a limb with the 49ers. 300 yards, you're not going out on Come more. on, 300 yards? The funny thing is when you just even watch these little clips, just play sparingly at the end of this ballgame, but when you see him get to the top of his drop and he really just kind of anchors his feet in there, you see, you learn a little something from Tom Brady, getting settled in the pocket. The difference is when he has to get out and move, he can really, really move. Tony Romo was my comparison. I know it was the same college. That was an easy comparison. Yep. But watching him move around, I see so much of Romo's game. I think he can be successful here. I don't think they have a whole lot around him, but I do believe in the creativity oh, of Kyle Shanahan, and this is a big upgrade over Bethard. I think he plays well. I don't think they win, but I do think I'm, I'm with you. Over the Bears? 300 yards. No, no, no. The Bears the Bears are going to win this football game. How oh, are the Bears going to win? They can't score. They're going to win the football game. Jimmy G, 300 yards. Yep. Impressive de- debut, and we talk about this
1: guy being a franchise quarterback. Kyle Shanahan is really going to break out. We're going to see all the little bells and whistles.
0: Look for him to go big. Here's the thing. Jimmy G throws for 300 but you know who throws for more yards. Who? Trubisky. Oh, my God. Trubisky has a who, big game with the Bears' wins. That's a bonus. I'm just a little bonus. Who, who bonus. is he, like throwing a, it, who's he throwing to? Who is he throwing to? Who's throwing the best what? check down back in the Oh, my gosh. Tariq Cohen. I haven't mentioned him in like four weeks. Four I'm weeks. He has, he's He's been a non I apologize for that. All right, one more guy here, Buck. Uh, Alex Smith to me with the Kansas City Chiefs. Starting to hear those whispers a little bit, ah, Patrick Mahomes, is he going to be the guy? Uh, We've debated that. We've we talked about talked that. we about it. We both don't agree that that's the – we don't agree that's the right course of action for the Chiefs. But I'm telling you, this becomes an issue, and not only in the media, it can kind of seep into the locker room. If they can't get things going offensively, score some more points, and see some of that explosive nature we saw from this Chiefs offense early in the year – I think Alex Smith's starting to feel a little bit of that pressure, Buck. He needs to step up this week.
1: He does need to step up. The pressure is clearly on his shoulders. Everyone at Kansas City is calling for the young guy. They want to pull the veteran. They want to go to the bullpen, bring out the rookie. What Alex Smith needs to do is put on really a terrific performance. They've seen a lot of cover two coverage. He's been reluctant to push the ball down the field. He still doesn't necessarily need to be risky when it comes to turnovers, But he has to find a way to get the ball in the hands of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I also put the onus on Andy Reid. Andy, you got to help the quarterback out. Figure out a way to make life easy on him. And the best way they can make life easy on him, Kareem Hunt has to be a major factor. When he runs the ball successfully, opens up the offense, then you see the vintage Alex Smith play.
0: I'll tell you what's key to this offense, and it has been with Andy Reid throughout his entire career. They get the screen game going a little bit. get the screen game going. Have some creativity with that. They can do it with tight ends, backs, receivers. Get him some easy layups right away, and then cash that in. Get pull him up a little bit, and then be able to cash that in with some speed down the field. And see if they can't get this offense back on track and score some points. All right, look, that's uh, that's some guys we think need to step up. That's pushed past the expected, presented by Visa. All right, we got the Pro Bowl is coming up this year. Who do you want to see? In the 2018 Pro Bowl game in Orlando, visit NFL.com/slash Pro Bowl vote and vote today. You can also learn about how to get tickets to see the NFL greats compete live and inspire the next generation of stars and fans. Once again, NFL.com/slash Pro Bowl vote. All right, Buck. This is a segment I've been looking forward to today. We put this this thing together here, looking at dangerous bubble teams, teams that are in the playoff hunt, and I think you're going to be pretty impressed with this little fancy screen we've got back up here. There's a little hunt for Red October there, huh? So we like got that. teams in the hunt looking at squads in the AFC. Again, they would not be in the playoffs if the season ended today. But if maybe if you are one of those playoff teams, you're hoping it stays this way. You do not want to see a couple of these teams sneak in. And when you, you look at the board of these teams and see who's outside that list, you see the list of teams there right now. You've got the Bills, you've got the Bengals, Chargers, Raiders, Jets, and Dolphins just outside the picture so if you're one of those teams like the Steelers or Patriots you're feeling great about your chances maybe you're hoping one or two of these other teams don't sneak into the dance you don't want to see them who would they be
1: Ooh, this is tough because I think there's some very very good teams there but the best team of all those the LA Chargers when you look at what the LA Chargers have the recipe for success for them outstanding pass rush big time veteran quarterback and they have some playmakers in the passing game I believe this duo that they have on defense, Joey Bose and Melvin Ingram, are the main reason why you don't want to deal with them. When I look at their sacks combined, they've gone for 19 sacks together. They can create havoc off the edges. And then when you go on offense and you think about what Phillip Rivers has been able to do He's hot. a big-time yeah, playmaker. Hot. 400 yards on Thanksgiving, finding Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's beginning to work out. Those big receivers, they're spreading the field. They can hand it to Melvin Ingram, but you always got the gunslinger that can get it done. In a one-and-done scenario, that pass rush and that quarterback is enough to engineer an upset.
0: That's a good one. I can't argue with it. and I got to give you credit. You've been on the Chargers long before everybody else – uh, made that cool. Um, you, you've said this is the best team in the AFC West. Hometown
1: squad. I know, it's, I know it's a, it, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. But they're in L.A. Hometown, now.
0: My former hometown squad. Yeah, they're in L.A. now. I can't argue with that. I think they would be the number one team you would not want to see that's outside the picture right now. But give us a bonus pick here. Cincinnati Bengals.
1: When you think about one and done. Who's scared scenarios? of playing
0: the Bengals? But They never oh, win in the postseason. You're scared, you
1: scared about their offense. It's automatic. Just because. A.J. Green and Joe Mix and that one-two punch at running back and wide receiver is enough to create some sleepless nights for defensive coordinators around the league. And then Andy Dalton is beginning to play. Look, last week you wanted me to take Andy Dalton over Alex Smith. Andy Dalton is finding his rhythm. Under the new offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor, they're beginning to play a little more up-tempo style. They simplified it. The ball is coming out. Andy Dalton and his weapons. Just enough to create a little anxiety if you win those top seats.
0: All right, I'm gonna give an assignment to the fellows behind the glass here, real quick, because I need them to look up the last time the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game. Number one, and then I need to know when. Oh, I can S- already tell you when the last. Time. What year? What year? It's gonna be 2018. Oh, listen to you. 2018. I need to know when, when the win. last time was, and I need to know Sully. Come on, we're looking. We're looking forward. We're looking this, forward. The show here. I need to know Sully and Hytham back there if they were if they were alive. Were you guys alive when they uh when they, they went to the Super Bowl game? in '89? I don't know. Super what Bowl year were 89? you born, Sully? What year were you born? Ninety one.
1: Okay. Okay. So Sully, Sully, eighty-nine. They went to the I'm Super, a, Super I'm
0: 82, Bowl. I'm eighty-two, so I was alive. Yeah. So was Sam, Sam Weichstein? team. Yes. Yes. You're a seven-year-old. No huddle. JD back there. I know he was. Yeah. He's he witnessed some of those games. Uh, look. By this, the way, Heithem is uh, first time using this producer yeah. mic. The second producer mic. We're du- oh, we doubled up. Bro, up. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> 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 Nicely done. Uh, yeah, uh, look, look, I think they're a good football team. I don't think anybody's scared of them, though, no Buck. Oh, you got to be scared of Nobody them. Come on. Them. Let's switch over to the NFC. Let me jump in here and look at uh, at some of the teams that are outside the playoff picture right now that you should be concerned about. Here's a list of teams we have. You've got the Seahawks, the Lions, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Redskins, and the Cardinals are on the outside looking in right now. Teams like the Eagles, Vikings. Who do they not want to see in this bunch? And I'll tell you who it is at the very tippy top of the list, and it's the Green Bay Packers. And I'm gonna explain. Why? I'm gonna explain it to you. Because if this team messes around and somehow sneaks in, and Aaron Rodgers, who was hurt Week Six, ends up getting back at the very end of the season and can be healthy for a playoff run, you're gonna get a a very very low seated team with a very elite quarterback capable of beating anybody. We saw him going to Dallas last year, high seed. They didn't care. Aaron Rodgers took care of business. You do not want to see Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. If you're if you're the Eagles, if you're the Vikings. If you're the Vikings, you don't
1: mind because you put him out.
0: Well, you've knocked him out. Yeah, but he's going to be more motivated, motivated then to come back. You don't want to play him. Just trust him. When you look at that list of teams, that's the one dude you do not want to see. Brett Hundley, if he can find a way, just get him a couple more wins. Played better last week against Pittsburgh. scratch together enough wins for them to get to 9-7 and seven and sneak in the back door. And all of a sudden, here comes number 12. You don't want to see that.
1: I mean, you're always scared of an MVP candidate, a quarterback. He makes life miserable for defensive coordinators. His ability not only to play on script, but to get off the script and make big plays down the field. Yeah, I agree with you. They're kind of dangerous simply because of the quarterback. The rest of the team, eh. But when you get number 12, you always got a
0: chance. You got a fighting chance. I like what Jamal Williams uh, did against Pittsburgh, too. It looked good. One other team here in the NFC, I'm going to stick with the same theme about a player coming back, and that's the Dallas Cowboys who have been, look, they've been struggling. We talked about Dak Prescott and his issues he's had. But you get Zeke Elliott back week 16, all of a sudden now you get him for a couple games, get, to get the, the rust off a little bit, and you get into the postseason. A running back can carry a football team just like a quarterback can carry a football team when he gets hot. That offensive line, Ezekiel Elliott, I don't think you want to see them sneak in the back door at 9-7 and seven either.
1: No, you don't want to see them sneak in because they are a much different team with Zeke Elliott in the back. But I think the one thing that we can take from this absence, this is a team that runs through number 21. And when he is back, he does give them some pop, gives them a different dimension, balances out. He makes life easy not only for the quarterback, but for Dez Bryant and Jason Witten. If they get him back, they could be a tough out in the playoffs.
0: No question. Like uh, It's going to be fun. It's, a, it's interesting now as we get to this point in the season, you're starting to see – Kind of the cream of the crop emerge, but now we're starting to see the battles take place for those fifth and sixth spots um, in each conference. So it'll be fun. Let's jump over to college here, and this is the part that I'm excited about. Oh, you beginning to love? I'm the college. I'm excited
1: game. about funny. the college part. It's now. funny how you love the college game. Yeah,
0: well, there's a all song about the there. college game. DJ's
1: all about the college what, game. What uh, what was the uh, what
0: was the record for me last week, Buck?
1: I'm on to next week.
0: Yeah, that would be eleven and zero, perfecto. I threw a no-no last week. I'm
1: on to next week. Eleven and zero. You're, re- uh, you're resting on you, Lars. Congratulations
0: on you. And Silly going 7-4. and four. Kent was 8-3. and three. It didn't get me up to where I wanted to be, though. I'm still trailing uh, Kent and Silly in the overall rankings here. Oh, uh, man, Buck, you're going to have to have a heck of a bowl season, man. So you, better, you better ask him behind bowl the glass to make those
1: bowl games worth bowl 10, that's, 10 points apiece. That's the only thing we care about, the bowl season.
0: Man. It's like the NCAA tournament.
1: For no one cares it, if you get a regular season banner.
0: We have three double points. Games this week, so oh, there I could, could be some moves. I'm not. I'm not, not
1: worried about moving? that part. It's all about the tournament for me. It's just like basketball. It's just like March Madness. That's all we worried about. Right, March Madness.
0: Cool. Well, let's see how bowl, we, bowl game. Let's see how you're looking this week because we do have three two pointers. Let's jump into them. Auburn, Georgia, number two Auburn, coming off that butt kicking they handed to Alabama, going to play Georgia, who they already smashed earlier this year. What do you like?
1: In normal circumstances, I would take Auburn because I think Auburn. Whoa. In normal circumstances, you're I would go take against Auburn. Auburn? Because I think they are a better team. They just I think beat the number one team twice and all this up. The only the only problem with that is I believe Alabama has staggered them. Georgia's gonna knock them out. The game was too physical. You don't have enough time in between. You got questions and issues at running back. Look, I love my man Johnson, but
0: shoulder that physical defense in Georgia.
1: Give me the Bulldogs,
0: Bucky. That's bold. I, I, look, Sully Auburn, Kent Auburn. You go Georgia. And by golly, you've got somebody with you. Yeah, you. I'm with you. I agree with you. I like Georgia mean, to win this football game. I don't think they're a my better paper. team. No. No, my paper. I sent in these picks a long time ago. Last you week, I did paper. look off your paper, though, and it, it got me a W because I ended up uh, picking Auburn over Alabama because of that. No, I, I think, look, they look, that game was so physical when you watched it.
1: How do you bounce back? How do you bounce back? I don't think, I think if you're Gus on, you can't even put the pads on this week. You got to just let them recover all the way through and hope Ooh. that they can show up on game day. Um, it's tough, but the running back issues—if they—they may be down to their 4 string running back. They lost a bunch of running backs in that game. Alabama put a hurting on them. That—that's the difference.
0: It's going to come. Jared Simmons going to have a big game if they're going to win this one. I, I think it's too much to ask. Uh, I like Georgia to win that one. Clemson, Miami—we don't need to spend. No, we do need oh, to spend do, time on this. To, we do need come to spend some on, time on this. Bucky, what are you talking let about? Me help. Help me. What are you talking help about? Help me help you. here. Perfect time. No, no, no. Clemson this, is ripe for the picking. We have the we have this thing Right for the change picking. change your pick. I changed my pick last week. You no. help me help you help me out. No, I don't need to change. Let up. me help you here. I'm good. Let me help you out. Let me just tell you this. Miami stud receiver hurt in practice. He ain't playing. I know. Two and three. Top two. The, the two tight end. The tight second, second
1: and third receiver are out. Tight All that out. stuff. But you know what has happened? Did you watch the quarterback play. the best. Pit. Oh, this is the best thing that happened. Watch Rozier against Pitt? this. Is the best thing that happened. They lost to Pittsburgh. They lost to Pittsburgh. Everyone is writing them off. Uh, even Kent was back there, ready to throw up to you. The fact that he can't even go for his alma mater in a championship game—that is awful. I, I don't even know how you can. You need to give your letter back. So I'm saying it right here. Hear me now. Fear me later. The U. <laughs> they come back. Where's the turnover chain? Yeah, the we We need to get a move this station. I need,
0: I need a turnover chain for the winner of the week. Oh, come on. He gets to wear the chain. Come okay. on, it's Look, back. I, I'm a father of four children. Come on. Fortunately, I've, I've got good kids. haven't made any terrible nope. decisions. This is good I decision. feel like right now that I have a. Braxton I, Berrios, I feel like a fifth child. I have a. Fifth game child. Winner. I have a fifth game child winner, Braxton Barrios. Who's going down the wrong path in life. I'm good. And as much advice uh-huh. as I try and extend, and I'm trying to help him.
1: Who, who is Clemson? I can pull you to late. the
0: water, but I can't they duck your head late? in there. Who have they beaten of late? They beat oh. Auburn. That wasn't fun. At, at
1: the beginning of the year. Oh, true. At home, different, too.
0: Different team. Who have they beaten? They've been smashing. They got smashed by Syracuse. The quarterback got hurt. And Miami squeaks by everybody and got just. They, they got Scammered the wake up by Pitt. They got and the that, wake up that, call. That game wasn't uh, you know two months ago. Wake up just call. just happened. Wake up call. Now you got injuries on top of yeah, it. They're out. awake. They're awake. Reggie doesn't even think they're going to win this game. Reggie Wayne doesn't even feel good about this one. Yeah. They woke him up. Oh, my God. They woke him up. I They're tried. ready. I tried to help you. I They're tried. ready. I couldn't. I They're I ready. Really do. All right. They want us to move on to the next game, but I still feel – I have a sick pit in my stomach. I don't know why you have a sick feeling. I see what you, you did to, there. I want you to – Sick pit. There you, go. there you go. I want to help you. Uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Oh, my Bucky. Come on. Go ahead. Who you like? Go ahead. I have a thing. For people that
1: are disrespected, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like Wisconsin has been disrespected throughout yeah. the process. We're talking about a team undefeated, undefeated. They've been whopping people, mm-hmm. whopping. physical. They play a style of play Not that people Nebraska don't want to deal week. with. It that ain't Nebraska. And look, Jim Leonard has this defense playing. I, love, I was out. with Jim
0: Leonard in uh, in Baltimore. I love he, Jim Leonard. He's,
1: he's doing a really good job. And look, that guy right there—they got us on the screen right now. I don't think he J.T. Can Barrow. Throw. I'm hoping that he doesn't. I don't oh, think. He I can want throw. to see another
0: guy play. I want to see Haskins. I don't think he can throw.
1: He so ran just, into the cameraman. Just, just, he ran into the cameraman before the Michigan game. So guess what? I think Bucky Badger kicks him in the knee. Ooh. He has a tough time. The Badgers get it done. They prove that they're worthy. They're playoff worthy. We're going to see them
0: in the Final Four. Big Ten championship game, Wisconsin, Ohio State. I feel like I've seen this movie before, and it was a horror movie. Wisconsin. It was an absolute horror movie. Ooh, Ezekiel Elliott coming back. This is going to be. <laughs> yes,
1: is he, thank you,
0: nicely. Ezekiel Elliott coming back. I love a good sequel. Uh, I love a good sequel. He's We're not coming back. One. I like Ohio State. Sully likes Ohio State. Kent is crazy. That's just because, because y'all are easy. Y'all are easy, easily influenced, and it's going to be chaos too because you are going to have easily Ohio influenced. State, Alabama fans just going at each other. It's going to be super easily fun. influenced. Albert, Oklahoma, will be on TCU. Bucky, come on! No, you're taking TCU. It's personal. I went to this game. I was in. I was at this game. TCU Oklahoma. It was not close. It's personal. You know, it's personal. Why is it personal?
1: Baker Mayfield has misled people to think that TCU led him on, took him down the process. Gary Patterson is not going to deal with all that stuff. It's going down. Horn Frogs.
0: Man, you are a brave soul. I hope. Hey. If Bucky, if Bucky's lone wolf if he hits on all these two-pointers, he's two going to be right back in it. Yeah. Here oh, we go, baby. It's a bold come back. St- it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Here we go. Uh, like, the rest of us TCU. are going to Oklahoma. USC, TCU. Stanford. Go, Man, Bucky, we don't agree on anything. Who who do you like? Uh, look,
1: the way that s e smacked Stanford around early.
0: Yep. You're a big on revenge, aren't you? Revenge is
1: a big source of uh, come on. They, of they, these they, picks for they you. They embarrass them. So those guys had to hear about it yep. all year. How they were out physical by the pretty guys down in L.A. Yep, I think now intellectual brutality makes Stanford. its return. Okay, Stanford.
0: You like Stanford? Sully likes Stanford. Me and Ken are on USC. Um, look, I, Stanford's a much better team than when they played. Much different. better, no question. KJ Costello. But I still saw Ronald Jones getting spacing against some of those linebackers. Didn't look good. They did. Well. They ran for three bills. Guess what? Here's the here's they the here's, ran the, here's the three bills against this Stanford. Won't happen again. Won't happen again. They only need to run for two bills. Won't, it win. won't happen again. It won't happen. Fresh.
1: Stanford has Coming learned how to play calling only four plays. KJ Costello only had four plays yeah. the other night, and they whooped people. They're going to beat see They're going to
0: beat them. That's uh, not going to happen. They're going to beat them. I like SC. Memphis and UCF. Looks like I get to take a chance here as the lone wolf. Who do you like? Are you taking Memphis? Heck, yeah, I'm taking Memphis. You know they play early in they the They got right? smashed. But some, a wise man once told me that revenge is a great motivator.
1: I don't know who told you that, but I watch, I watched I watch this. But this – and I love my guy Riley Ferguson. He comes from the crib. But, no, this this is it. This is Scott Frost's swan song. This is this is it. Before he goes back home.
0: Win him a ship. You, so, Scott Frost. go to, Scott go to Frost, Nebraska. Like going to a track tournament. He's going to be in the blocks. He's in the blocks ready to sprint out of Orlando. Yeah. Because you told him to go to Nebraska. I told him to come back you- home. Dr. Tom and I got together. And said, "Come on home." Yeah, Memphis. Memphis ain't Come worried on. about other jobs. Norvell ain't worried about the next one. He's worried about winning this football game. Hey, this, you have a chance have because, done, because I watched UCF. Mike needs to be going to the other end of the state.
1: They should have been going to South Florida, but they should have should have gone down. But All right, look, you, UCF wins.
0: I'm the lone wolf on that. I like Memphis to win. Uh, let's look at. Let's go through the rest of these games here, real quick. Fresno State, Boise, Bucky, you're lone wolfing again. I'm lone wolf, and I'm, it's just you and I, and I just see me. Yeah, you got Fresno. I got Boise. The rest of the boys got Boise back there. North Texas and FAU, we've all got the fighting Kiffins. Army, Navy. Not till the week after. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's December 9th, but we wanted to for make the, this pick now. For <laughs> the Commander-in-Chief Trophy, too. Oh, That's nice. A big one. That's a biggie. Uh, Bucky, who you like? Uh, I'm going to Army. Yeah, I'm going to Army as well. Black uh, Knights. And then Sully and Kent go in Navy. Army's playing well. Man, this is going to be big. Bucky, you're going to make a heck of a comeback if you get all these right. I'm just getting
1: ready for the tournament. Yeah. Well, hey. Bowl season. March Madness.
0: You can't say that you haven't been bold. Uh That's going to do it for us today, Buck. For those that don't know, how many days a week do we do the pod?
1: Three days a week. You can check out the 10 Takeaways podcast on Sunday night, Monday morning. Then you also get us on Tuesday and Thursday. You see the show, obviously, today on Thursday.
0: Yeah, You can if you're listening to us right now, you can watch the show, NFL.com slash MTS video or check it out on NFL now. Also, check out all of our other videos you can find. Same location, nfl.com slash mtsvideo and youtube.com slash NFL. You can get all of the Move the Sticks goodness there. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This has been Move the Sticks presented by the Ford F-Series. See you next time. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts.